Welcome back to the Working Faith Podcast, where we take a spiritual approach to career success. I'm your host, Jalen Isley, and today we're talking about influencing or the ability to influence even when we're not in positions of authority. So I am excited to introduce today's guest, Leslie Pittman, and I'll share a bit more about her. She is a registered nurse certified yoga instructor, and certified life coach. Leslie has a decade of experience caring for patients with chronic conditions like high blood pressure and diabetes. Leslie understands that a commitment to self is integral to managing and ultimately healing these conditions. So nursing, yoga, and motherhood have aligned Leslie's path and informed the creation of the Living Simple Method. It's a step-by-step program for stressed out moms to regain their time and their energy. So with that in mind, Leslie, welcome to the show. So glad to have you here. Thank you, Jalen. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Uh, This is out of my comfort zone. I will say that first and foremost. But I'm real. I am really excited to have this conversation. Well, you know, it's funny that you mentioned, you know, being out of your comfort zone because many times, you know, as we're moving through our careers, the ability to influence a group or a team or even your manager or a leader is outside of your comfort zone because you're not necessarily in a position of authority or have a specific title. Nevertheless, you know that you've got something to share and it needs to be said and it will help the company grow. And I can assure you that what Leslie is about to share with you all today will help you all grow as well. So yes, she's out of her comfort zone, um, but she's also right where she needs to be. (laughs) So with that in mind, we're going to actually just jump right into things and talk about faith, spirituality, and how it can lead to career success. This show is all about leveraging those spiritual principles of our faith to positively impact the workplace and grow our careers. So, Leslie, tell us a little bit more about your faith journey. What are some of the core principles of your faith that resonate most with you and how they shaped who you are today? That's a really great question. And my faith journey, I didn't realize I was on a faith journey, if you will, them being, you know, very transparent with with my faith. So, I grew up Christian and was raised in the church my whole life. And then once I became like college student, you know, I, I backslid, you know, with that term, like backslid for a bit because I just didn't like having to go to church every week. Like it just, it wasn't resonating with me at all. So once I moved from my parents' home and lived on my own, I decided, you know, I'm not going to go to church anymore. I'm just going to do whatever I want to do. And so did that for some time and ended up falling in love with my, with yoga. And I like to put here because I recently had a client ask me this yoga and I'm speaking for myself. Yoga is not like my religion. It's not like, like, it's not a religion at all. It is some, a way that I move my body physically and also connect Mm. with God spiritually. That's the way I connect with God. So a lot of people go to church and, you know, do that type of stuff, which is amazing. Or for me, going to doing yoga, moving my body is how I tap in with myself and I'm able to silence like all of the noise so I can hear what God has to tell me. And so I didn't realize that's what 
I was doing. Like, honestly, I just know I went to my first yoga class in 2009. So I graduated high school 2009. And then that's when, because I know I said college, but it was like high school, after I left high school, college, when I stepped away from the church and found yoga. Went to that first yoga class. It was a Bikram hot yoga class in 2009. Walked out of it transformed. Like I was just like, this was a big, like, I just, I couldn't, I, I didn't understand what was happening. But as I reflect, I realized I was tapping into my spirituality and realizing that I have power within me and that comes from God. And I got a membership to that studio, uh, went there every day that summer, summer 2009. And, you know, again, stopped going for some after that summer, got busy with college, got a part time job, and then came back to my yoga practice once I became a mom. (laughs) And so that's just like the condensed story of my yoga journey slash my faith journey, because they're one and the same for me. Interesting. So so tell me, I know that, you know, you returned to yoga when you became a mom. And now your background in medicine between being a mom and yoga and the medicine, you have created this holistic approach to your own career, as well as helping other people do the same. Tell me a bit more about how your spiritual beliefs or experiences have impacted your ability to influence even when you're not in an authoritative position? Yeah, this question is an incredible question, Jalen, because like I said, I came back to my yoga practice once I became a mom. And in that same time, I became certified as a yoga teacher. I was actually just like a backstory to that. I got a scholarship to become a yoga teacher. So it was kind of like, for me, like God was like, hey, like you love this thing so much. And I, I, it like fell into my lap. Like it literally fell into my lap, that opportunity. So I got the yoga scholarship and it was so easy. And that's something else I want to mention when it comes to your faith and belief in God, like nothing that comes from God is hard. Like hmm. it, you do have to work, you do have to work, but it's not hard. So like the, the opportunity that I got for that, to become a yoga teacher there was no like I didn't have to like send in paperwork. I didn't have like I didn't have to do any of this stuff. And this is an accredited yoga school that I went to. It's my vinyasa practice in Austin, Texas. I did it um online, but like it wasn't like you know I didn't even go through all these hoops. And I remember when the opportunity fell into my lap, and I was like, oh my god, like I was genuinely like this. I remember I was like, I love yoga so much. I just wanted to learn more, uh-huh. and I didn't know that it was me. Um, I wasn't like, oh, I'm going to become famous or any. No, I just genuinely was like, I want to learn more. I want to learn more because I just want to learn what happened to me that first yoga class back in 2009. I hope I am. I don't know if I answered the question fully. <laughs> you we're getting there. So like the yoga that you're one, you mentioned the fact that anything that comes from God is easy, like it's not hard. And what that says to me is the word that's coming to my mind is flow. So even when you're doing your yoga flows, Mm -hmm. when 
you are connecting spiritually and you're hearing from that divine source and you're receiving direction and clarity on what your next steps are going to be. What I'm hearing is that you just kind of flow right into that as well, very similar to the way you would do a yoga flow. And I think that's so amazing and something that people have to keep in mind as they're going throughout their careers, um, that concept of flow, like, you know, you're in the right direction, you know, you're headed in the right direction and you're moving according to your purpose when that flow is present. And just to kind of take that back to our topic today, I mean, I know that you were telling me, so in addition to Leslie being a yoga instructor, (laughs) she also has a full-time career. And yes, uh, and <laughs> she tell us, tell us, you told me this story, but I think it's important for our listeners to hear it as well. Talk to us about how you've been able to influence the culture and some of your team members with your yoga practice in your actual full time career. Yeah. Yes. Thank you, Jalen, for sure. getting me back. <laughs> yeah. This is a story that is, it's a incredible, it's an incredible story. And Jalen was one of the people that kind of like, made me realize like, oh, I was, I am influencing within my corporate job. So in my corporate job professionally, I'm a registered nurse for an insurance company. And when I became certified a couple of years ago as a yoga teacher, it was put on my heart. Like, I want everybody that's in my, like in my world to know about yoga. And I got the idea that I need to relay this to my supervisor that I want to teach my coworkers a virtual chair yoga class every Wednesday during lunch. And the reason I did it during lunch is so that nobody had any excuse as to like why they couldn't, you know, because I know with corporate jobs, like, you know, our our time is limited in the eight to five. So I was like, okay, I'm going to have this idea where I present to my supervisor. You know, I just became certified as a yoga instructor. It was a very stressful time because this was in 2020. So we all were home, had no idea what was happening. And I wanted to help help my coworkers be less stressed. That's really what I wanted to do. I wanted to help my coworkers be less stressed. I wanted to serve in that way. I did not have those words at the time. All I knew was like, I want to teach them so I can get my hours in. Because when you become a yoga teacher, like you want to get your hours in and all of that. But as I reflect, it was really because I just wanted to serve. I wanted to help people. We were all very, like all of us, all of us were right, 10. Right. And I was like, this is the way I can help. It's it's helped me. So I I emailed, I sent an email, bloop, 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 to my supervisor telling her what I, what I had been doing outside of my nine to five and how I could bring this in, my, my passion, how I could bring my passion into my corporate job. And she's like, oh my God, yes, this would be wonderful. So she let me do it. And people came, like my coworkers were coming in. And if they missed it, they would IM me like, oh my God, I missed it. I'm so sorry. Like, And like, they were more sorry for themselves. It wasn't like, you know, sometimes you support somebody and you're like, I'm sorry, I couldn't support you. No, it was like, they were sad that they couldn't get that hour of relaxation for themselves. And I even presented to my supervisor that, you know, this would help my us be more productive because, you know, corporate jobs love to hear that. They want us to be as productive as possible. So those were some of the words that I used and I was able to do that. And I did that for like a few months 
And then it started spreading, like other people in other departments started hearing about it. I even um, connected with the behavioral health department and was able to be on a panel for Minority um, Mental Health Awareness Month back in June. It's either June or July is Minority Mental Health Awareness Month. I was asked to be on that panel and just talk about how I'm a yoga teacher outside of my nine to five and just talk about how yoga has helped me as a Black woman, as a Black mom. That wouldn't have happened to be on that panel if I didn't send that one email of this idea of like, I'm going to share my passion with my coworkers. I hope that answers the question. It really does. It really does. And I try to operationalize everything. That's just my HR background. Like, how do we how do we operationalize this for people? And so I'm listening to what you're saying here and I'm hearing a few things. The first thing that you did in terms of influencing without authority before you even made a recommendation to your supervisor, you got in touch with yourself and you learned yourself and you understood and connected with the value that you bring as Leslie to this world. Yeah. And then you took that value and decided, I'm going to bring that to my corporate, you know, career, to my to my role. And you use the language of the organization. So I think that's important, too. You're, you've got to speak the same language. If you're trying to influence someone, you've got to speak in a way that they understand. So you use words like productivity and you use a time slot where it would be convenient for people to not only get their jobs done, but also take some time from themselves. And considering the time period uh, in which you were doing it, employers were investing heavily in ensuring that their team members were maintaining their sanity and their peace. So you were adding, so you clearly articulated that value that you could bring to the organization just from something that came from your heart, which I think is always the best. When it's genuine and it comes from the heart, it's going to be the most impactful. People are going to respond to it. People are going to be enhanced by what you are offering them. So I definitely think that you answered the question. And I think that it's something that all of us can keep in mind, whether it's yoga or whether it's creating a standard operating procedure or introducing a new system or introducing a new idea. You want to you wanna understand yourself first and the value that you bring. And then you also want to speak the same language or speak in a way that people will understand that value within the context of your career. And then you deliver those results time and time again. So I think that's great. Anybody else? I know our, our I know our listeners can't respond to us, but I feel like they're <laughs> saying amen. I feel yeah. like they're saying, yes, this is what I need to keep in mind. <laughs> and that's why I love you, Jalen, because you make it sound so professional and put together. I literally got everyone. I literally was like, I love this. And everybody that knows me is going to love it too, which that's not how things go, just putting that. But, you know, like Jalen was saying, I was, I am so passionate about yoga because, like I said, that one class back in 2009 transformed my life. And I want the same for other people. And that's what's so interesting, you know, tying into faith and God is the more time I spent with myself and and started listening to what God had to say and, and anything that, that God says to me, it's always love and kind. It's never anything that's that's negative or that I can't do it. Mm-hmm. It's never that mm-hmm. with God. It's always, and I get goosebumps even sharing this because like I shared in the beginning of this conversation, 
my spirituality and faith and all of that, it's very um, personal. And I, and I know it's because of how I was raised. There was all a lot of shame and there was a lot of judgment, heavy on the judgment. And that it had to look a certain way, how you serve God, how you praise God. Hmm. And um, yeah, I, I'm, get, I'm almost going to get emotional. Um, That's okay. So now, now that I've found my own way of doing it, it's also like, is this the right way? Am I going to go to heaven still because I practice yoga? Like those are the those are the things that come up for me. And um, when I'm online and and I say I'm yoga teacher and, you know, you put those hashtags in, there is a certain type of person you may see. And it doesn't necessarily look like me. Like, you know, um, so there is also that like people have even with yoga when they're like, oh, you're a yoga teacher. They put you in a box. Uh And it's like, yes, I practice yoga. And like there's and a lot of ands after that. Anytime I like going back, like anytime I sit and I listen to what God has to tell me, it's it's always kind. It's always love. It's always to serve other people, to serve myself. It's never anything bad. It's never like like I said, you can't do this. You who are you to think? It's ne- that's never God. That's never God for me. And so going back to when I had the idea, like I'm gonna share this with my coworkers, my yoga pra- like yoga with them. That came from God because, and and because it came from God, it all just fell into place. Right. Like I, I knew to do the time slot of lunch. I, I knew what to put in my verbiage to my, to my supervisor because it came from God. Right. Right. Yeah. So I was raised Christian as well. And I can tell you that they said the same things about Jesus. (laughs) did they not did they not say the same things about Jesus that he didn't act a certain way or do things in a certain way and he wasn't talking to the right kind of people and act you know they they said the same thing and so you're you're following in the footsteps of one of the greatest if not the greatest you know impact on this earth in terms of having a direct connection with God understanding your value and your worth and then having the courage, knowing that you are wrapped in love and grace to go out and impact and share and serve. Uh, and at the yeah. end of the day, that's what God, that's what divine source is calling all of us to do. So yeah. it, it's always a blessing to me when I hear people willing to step out and walk out on faith. That's literally <laughs> what it is, Jalen. It's faith. <laughs> I don't mean to cut you off, but it's literally everyone I'm I don't mean to cut Jalen off but it's literally faith everyone like and yes I said everything God says is kind it's love it's grace it's mm-hmm. warm you know imagine giving yourself a hug and thinking and imagine God like because I like to do that in my yoga classes I tell my my clients I like give yourself a hug and you know add to that like imagine that's God hugging you or whoever whoever is your higher source giving you a hug and using that that physical touch to help you connect with your spirituality but anything okay with that being said ease it's it's love and all of that it is also an uncomfortable because of how a lot of us were raised you know me my parents, you know, they they raised me the best way they can and they wanted me to be safe, like all parents mm-hmm. do, right? 
And it was a lot of survival, a lot of survival and not getting in trouble. So like, it's, it's, it's just like that thinking is from my parents. It's the environment that I was raised in. And I, I need not confuse that with God. So like, you get what I'm, I don't know if that's making sense. I do. You get, so like, I'm tracking with you. Okay. So like anytime, and I say this to anybody that's listening, like anytime you get an idea and, and you know, deep down, it feels good. Like your gut instinct, your intuition, whatever you call that, like, do it. And it's going to feel uncomfortable because a lot of us were raised in with an environment of surviving and like fear, but that's not God. That's not God. So it's learning how to overcome that. And how do you overcome that? Like finding what's your spiritual thing. Like, so for me, I shared that yoga practicing yoga, going to yoga classes is how I connect with my spirituality, how I get quiet and listen to God. For other people, it could be going to church, it, whatever. You have to find what feels good. It's all about feeling. That's really what it is. Like if it doesn't feel good for you, don't do it. Like really just don't do it because feelings or emotions is also how God is speaking to us. Like God made us in his own image. And feelings are like, if you're not going to listen to him talking to you, gut instinct, intuition, whatever way you believe, the feelings is another way that he's like, hey, that don't don't feel good. Like, you know, so like. (laughs) Pay attention. Yeah, like pay attention. And if like, oh my God, I feel so good. Keep doing that. Like keep doing it. Like, But why is it if we feel so bad and it's struggle, we keep doing it? It's because that's what we're used to, because that's how we were typically raised. Right, right. Yeah, I think everything that you're saying is spot on. And that that point that you made about faith, that really is what influence is all about. I mean, you are you have the faith that what you are communicating here is going to be so impactful that people will want to know more, want to understand more, uh, and then actually be transformed by what they learn or, or what they experience. And, you know, that concept of, you know, you, some of us have been raised, you know, don't get in trouble, don't make waves, survive, you know, that is so real for a lot of people, especially uh, people of color or especially women or any marginalized community, that idea of survival and not wanting to rock the boat is something that is ingrained in many of us. And I just want to, you know, kind of give you your flowers while you're here. Um, now I'm getting emotional. <laughs> but it's, it's I, I'm just always really inspired to see you go out and have the courage to do what's true to your heart. And it's not easy for a lot of people. And it's not culturally acceptable or even spiritually or religiously acceptable, you know, for a lot of people. But that's part of the reason why I'm doing this podcast. I want people to feel inspired and feel encouraged and feel supported to lean into their faith and allow that to shape your existence Mm -hmm. and allow that to open up opportunities and different experiences and connections um, with people. And if you all are not following Leslie on LinkedIn, uh, you're missing out because the just the, con- the the connections that she's making on LinkedIn, her journey, her vulnerability, and 
really just the passion that comes from everything that she does um, speaks volumes. Uh, and so I definitely want you all to stay connected with what she's doing in this world. And you may not think that it will enhance your career, but give it a chance. Try out her yoga and see if you don't come back to your role with more creativity and innovation and clarity and problem solving skills on, on what you need to do. So all the buzzwords that, yeah, right, right. Yeah. All of those buzzwords. <laughs> so, um, but I do, I do want to share, uh, I do want to give you an opportunity to share a little bit more about your spiritual health and your well-being. So I know you do the yoga, which is great. Are there any other practices that you use to maintain your spiritual health and well-being? Yeah, a lot of it is is very simple. Like, um, mm-hmm. I think we mentioned that I'm a mom. Yeah, well, I'm a mom. I have two little ones. I have a four-year-old and a three-year-old who just turned three. So I have to make the most out of my time and so I love to do walks. Like I go outside and I'm fortunate to live off of a nature trail. So like during my lunchtime, I will take a walk. And sometimes I listen to a podcast. Sometimes I just listen to nature. Like some days I'm so overwhelmed. Like, yes, I practice yoga regularly, but I still get overwhelmed at times. So I'll just go outside and I'll just walk and I'll just listen to the birds and whatever else is out there. So being in nature is something that's really um, help helpful for my, my, like my spiritual health. That definitely levels me up. Being in the sun, um, getting that vitamin D, because as people of color, we are typically have lower vitamin D levels. This is my nurse hat coming on, but going <laughs> out in the sun and getting that vitamin D is important to me. It helps boost my mood. I also journal regularly. That's really important to me. And when I don't journal, I, I see the difference in my mood. I am more reactive. Um, I'm more like on my phone too much. So um, journaling in the morning, I write 10 things that I'm grateful for. I write out my goal daily. I'm like looking at my journal now. So those are things I've been praying more, which I hadn't been praying in a really long time. Mm -hmm. And within the past year, I've started to pray. So like I'll journal, I'll pray. Sometimes I pray after I take, like, I'll take the kids to school and then on the way back home, I'll just pray out loud and learning that the prayer doesn't have to sound a certain way right? <laughs> has right. been challenging, but freeing at the same time. Yeah. Well, we're all for freedom. <laughs> like, we are all for freedom. Anything that frees you to be your the best version of yourself, I I definitely support. And I like your idea of keeping things simple and going with the flow. You know, like whatever. If it's yeah, if you can't pray when you first wake up, yeah. you have to pray after you take the kids to school. Like whatever it is, um, you know, as long as you take that time to invest in yourself and you can always count on grace and love to make up the difference <laughs> whatever whatever you I like in, that I like that a lot grace and love will make up the difference yes it will so we're coming to a close here but I do want to give people you know one tactic that they can use you know as they gear up for the upcoming work week so is there a spiritual principle from your faith that you think may help everyone in their careers, especially if they need to influence without authority? Yeah. Move your body. 
That's really it. Move your body at least uh, 15 minutes a day, at least. Do some kind of movement. I know the majority of us are work. well, well, I'm going to say, yeah, the majority of us may be working from home. So like, you have to make sure you're moving your body because when you're, when you're just stagnant, and you're not allowing the flow that we, me and Jalen are talking about this flow. And you might be like, what's the, what's the flow? It, it's enhanced when you move your body. So in whatever way that is, if that's yoga, if that's walking outside, like that is one thing I challenge you all um, to do is move your body daily. I like it. I like it. I wasn't expecting you to say that. But I, but I love the unexpected. So I think that is great advice. I'm sorry. You dude. heard it here. And that's the thing. You probably expect me to say something yogi-like. And see, that. Yeah. And I, I'm glad that you said that. Because, yeah. yeah, I'm not in a, And, like, this is such a good conversation because it just shows, like, we're all multifaceted. Like, not even, mm-hmm. we have so many layers that make us all unique individuals like nobody is the same and everybody's approach to their spirituality and faith is different and doing this podcast today has really helped me to be honest I'm so glad I know it's I'm so about glad me, to hear that but it has helped <laughs> because I was really I was really nervous I was yeah. really nervous no you you did an amazing job and um, this advice on moving our bodies. I'm someone who likes to put something on my calendar or else I'll forget. So I'm going to put that on my calendar. It's time to move. And I think all of us have apps on yes. our phone or on our computers that say, hey, you haven't moved in two hours. Yeah. Time to time to move your body a little bit. And I definitely agree, you know, that, you know, gets all the important functions of your body flowing so your brain can flow and you can show up and do what you have to do. So mm-hmm. Well, great. Well, thank you so much for sharing with us today. Thank you all for listening to Working Faith as well. I hope you enjoyed today's episode, all the show notes, the information about Leslie, and the link to submit your career questions can be found on the website, workingfaith.com. Remember to subscribe, rate, and share this show with others. And I'd love to hear your comments. You can engage with me directly by joining the Working Faith page on LinkedIn. And thanks again for listening. We'll be back next week with more tips on how you can take a spiritual approach to your career success and work your faith. Good day.